It's that science video game podcast everyone knows and loves where we use the science to do on video- Wow, alright, nope, take this out, starting over. Welcome to Let's Place! It's the objective science pod- I'm digging the exact same hole I did the first time. Here we go, third- You wanna take a breather first? Nope, all this is just going in. I said to cut it, but don't actually cut it, Chelsea. Welcome to Let's Place. This is the podcast where we determine the objective quality using science of every video game ever made and rank them all up. I'm Luke, and you've already heard the wonderful voice of Chelsea. Hi. And also Crystal's here. Hey, that's me. Hey, it's you. Ah. Oh. Boy, should probably just like get like a set thing I say at the start of these episodes. Yeah. Nah. Well, the thing is, Luke, your little your little act there is complete artifice. Uh, okay. I mean, yeah. If you want to just <laughs> no sell it like that, a little. It's a little artificial. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you kind of just suck the air out of the room, Crystal. I mean, you could you could try doing it like a professional podcast host. Uh, wow. I can't believe I'm getting called out like this right at the start. I didn't realize you were still bitter that we left you out of that one. Well, no, I'm just saying you you don't have to treat it like <laughs> it's a it's a jokey jokey haha thing. You could do a, a classy let's place, a let uh-huh, us place. Uh-huh. All right. Well, wait a second. I thought let us place was a separate thing. Isn't that what we call the Christmas episodes? No, that was. That's let it place. I think let it place was someone's like offshoot rank every Christmas song. Oh, that's right, that's right, yes. That's what that was. The Christmas special was the Christmas Craptacular. Right, right, right. And then, Crystal, what's the name of the the, ep- the show that places Let's Place episodes? Is it just Let's Place It or something? Let's Place, Let's Place. Let's Place, Let's Place. That's the obvious answer, yeah. Alright, well fine then. Chelsea, hit the violin music. Here we go. Welcome to Let's Place. This is the podcast where we objectively measure the quality of every video game ever produced and sort them into a ranked list according to objective quality. I am, of course, your very fancy host, Luke, and joining me as always is Chelsea. Hello. And Crystal. Glad to be here, Luke. All right. Uh, We currently have a ranked list of just one moment here. I need to scroll down. It's actually beginning to take quite some time to scroll all the way to... Oh, this is the whole episode now, love. Oh. Krista, what have you done? (laughs) Uh, We have uh, 265 ranked games, and we're adding five more to the list uh, this evening. We have World of Chaos for Windows, Super Dueling Minivans for also Windows, but they didn't include that in the title. We have Legacy of the Necromancer, Part 3, The Dark Tower, for DOS. We have Hajwala Drift, for iPad. And last but not least, from our list of listener suggestions, we have Fire Emblem Heroes, for iOS. Is it on Android? I believe it's just iOS. Does anyone know? We should look it up. That's that's what we're doing this, uh... (laughs) That's what we're doing on this show, we look things up. We look things up, we learn information, yes. Uh, no, it is actually also on Android. Fascinating. 
it appears that the Hajwala is in fact written in Arabic and Drift is written in English. Yes, that is the case, yes. The uh, the description on mobygames.com appears to be written in Arabic. The uh, Play Google Store description I'm getting is Hajwala game, it is the best game in Middle East up till now. That is the same text on mobygames.com, yes. Um, we'll circle back around to Hajwala Drift, but first we need to talk about World of Chaos for Windows, developed by Brain Factor Entertainment and published by Exida. World of Chaos is a turn-based RPG based on the Hungarian novel series of the same name. So sort of the Witcher of Hungary. The player takes the role of the half-orc Skandar Graun, who is sent by the god of chaos to retrieve an important artifact. Due to unpredicted happenings, the player strands at the harbor town Rentzal without skills or equipment. As usual in RPGs, the player spends much of his time by exploring his surroundings, talking to people and solving quests, e.g. rescuing a cat from a hungry orc. He also can pick up other characters and form a three-headed party. That's an odd phrasing, but alright. When meeting an enemy, the game automatically starts the combat mode. The player has a certain amount of action points to his disposal, which he uses to move, attack, or cast spells. Every killed enemy and solved quest rewards experience points. After gathering enough of them, the character levels up, and the player can divide additional points to 36 skills, e.g. melee, lockpicking, or resistance to the four elements. The player is not restricted to a fancy... Uh, I don't know why I said the word fancy, I guess I was just thinking about it. The player is not restricted to a certain class, but can choose freely which skills he wishes to develop. The 240 spells are divided into six codices of magic and six spheres of priesthood. So, it's an RPG. It's a fantasy RPG. It's not too much distinct is really standing out from that description, uh, in my estimation. Yeah, nothing I'm seeing is really, like, sticking to me. Like, information mm -hmm. is just kind of, like... <laughs> I'm just kind of hearing information, and it's just kind of passing through me. Right, right. And part of that might be my incredibly soothing fancy voice. <laughs> I do like how the protagonist is a half-orc. You don't see that very often. I suppose that's true. Uh, is there a word for that in D&D? Like, I know a tiefling is a half-demon. Is there a... Is it just half-orc? It's just half-orc. Just half-orc. Why do tieflings get a special word? That's what I want to know. Maybe because demigods have a special word. I suppose that's true. Uh, I am curious about the three-headed party part. Is that just a strange way of saying you can have three people in your party? Or do all of your party members fuse into some sort of humanoid Cerberus? That would definitely be more interesting. It would absolutely be fascinating. But uh, I also am not really inclined to take the time to discover the answer to my question. I'm going to assume that it's not the interesting explanation. Let's be. Let's commence with the rankings, why don't we? We're starting at number 132 on our list. Crystal, how does it compare to Endless Flight 2, the browser-based uh, flash game that where you have to tap on the screen repeatedly to make your dragon bounce up and down? I think I'm going to vote for World of Chaos, because mm -hmm. it does at least have a little bit of innovation in uh giving your protagonist an, an unusual racial background of being a half orc sure sure all right chelsea how about you dear um 
I'm really trying to decide which game is at least more interesting. Um, sure. I'm and like I said, I'm having trouble retaining information about World of Chaos right now. Certainly. Um, yes. I'm, I'm uh, endless flight. All right, that's one for endless flight and one for World of Chaos. I do believe I'm going to have to vote for World of Chaos. Um, because I really think Endless Flight was really phoned in, frankly. So let's move up the list to number 66. This brings us to a, I would argue, Let's Play's favorite. Chelsea, how does it compare to New York City The Big Apple? A very old computer game where you are on a tourist day trip to New York City and have an open world of possibilities where you must complete a set number of tasks before leaving town without running out of money or getting your car towed away. Um, New York. All right. Crystal, how about you? I, too, will vote for New York City. All right. Can I make a prediction real fast? Yes, please. I, th I think we have an another middle-of-the-list game on our hands. Uh, this definitely seems like it's going to go right in the middle. I am inclined to agree. Uh, so let's see here. That means we need to move to number 99 on the list. 99. Crystal, how does it compare to Spooks 2006? A point-and-click adventure game where you play as a young girl in the world of the dead who discovers a living goldfish and has to... Escorted back to the realm of the living, and in doing so, learns all sorts of things about herself. I will vote for Spooks, which frankly has a much more charming and original concept than World of Chaos. That sounds reasonable to me. Chelsea, how about you? Yeah, Spooks. All right. That means that we are moving to number... B... Number... 115. Uh... Mm. Chelsea, how does... What are we even talking about? I, Frankly, d maintaining this accent is uh, enough of a mental tax... That is it's, it? ...that it's hard to keep track of what I'm actually talking about. But we can, must... Can I give you an out right now? Uh, I... If you'd like to, sure. It's a freebie. You okay. can just stop. Oh, you're just saying... You're just inviting me to quit. <laughs> can I bribe you in some way? Uh, well, what do you have? Let's talk. Let's negotiate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't know. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll get. I'll give you more uh, chocolate-covered espresso beans. Those are pretty delicious. Yeah. All right. You got me. All right. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What is this show? Uh, anyway, we're talking about Samurai Warriors. I, 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 I appreciate how long you did keep it up, but also <laughs> it was killing me. Uh, anyway, we're talking about Samurai Warriors Chronicles 3, which uh, looks like it's a Vita game. I don't remember this game at all. I don't remember it in the slightest. Does anyone? I do, because it had very good character designs. Okay, alright. Tell me more about the character designs. There's a lot of very pretty boys and girls. I'm seeing... I'm currently seeing a girl in, like, a purple and black maid outfit with Hatsune Miku hair. Yeah, I definitely remember... I think I remember this game from, like, all of the character pictures we kept linking in Skype. Okay, that is vaguely familiar. Yeah, Let me link yeah. you to a particularly good one. 
Okay, I'm waiting with bated breath. Well, yeah, it's, I mean, that's 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 not alright character design, sure. Was this like a like a Dynasty Warriors type thing? This this is a Warriors game, yes. Oh, it's Samurai Warriors, of course. Yes. All right. All right. <clears throat> I'm still kind of talking a little bit in the fancy voice. Uh, it's yeah, hard to break. You were going so long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's just become a, a little part of me. Anyway, <laughs> that versus Mar the Chaos game, the World of Chaos. Crystal, go. Uh, Samurai Warriors. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Samurai Warriors. Okay. Uh, that means we're looking at 132, uh, 7, I need to bring a calculator up so that I'm not constantly muttering numbers to myself. I've learned this lesson so many times. Yeah, I learned that lesson during the episode that I hosted, which gave me a lot more appreciation yeah. for your role, Luke. Yeah, well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that's 17, so 17 and a half is what, let's go with 8. Uh, so that means we're looking at number 123. Chelsea, how does World of Chaos compare to Batman Arkham Origins? The game where Batman has to defeat, like, 12 assassins on Christmas Eve and learns a little something about some weirdo called the Joker. I mean, I'm probably gonna vote Batman, but I want to look at it first. Sure. Uh, have right. you asked Crystal yet? I have not asked Crystal yet. Crystal, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna vote Batman. I'm surprised it's so far down this list. Yeah. I don't remember a lot about it. I think most people were just like, ah, it was just a rehash of Arkham City. I mean, like, yes, but it's, it seemed like somewhat of a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chelsea? Uh, yeah, Batman. Batman. Sure. <laughs> uh, so that means that we are moving to... I mean, in comparison, yeah, Batman. Uh, number 127. Crystal, how does World of Chaos compare to Blue Baron? This is an old PC game where you're in a little blue, like, World War One fighter plane and have to, like, it's side-scrolling. You gotta fly around and complete missions and then land on the ground for fuel and stuff. It's, it's okay. Yeah, this has pretty okay graphics for the Commodore 64, although for Blue Baron. Yeah. Okay, Chelsea. You don't have to give your vote yet, but what are your thoughts on Blue Baron, Luke? Um, I think it's sort of okay, sort of interesting. I don't know if it'll actually be all that fun. I don't know. It seems like kind of a neat thing for its time, but eh. eh. I need to link. I'm going to have to link this uh, okay. game later. Oh, oh, to find it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. because uh, this is what I got searching for Blue Baron. Yeah, that's not. That's nothing. <laughs> that's not nothing. It's pretty. Well, it's nothing relevant. It's a nice little croony song. It's, uh. uh Blue Baron's, uh, Are You Lonesome Tonight? Yeah, what, what this, uh... Excuse says, me, Blue, Blue Baron's, Baron's great recording, Are You Lonesome yes. Tonight? Are You Lonesome Tonight? Uh, which is probably playing on the episode right now. I don't know why I keep giving you work this time, Chelsea. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you sorry? Oh, listen, I, listen, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Alright, so who are you voting, Chelsea? Oh, yeah, I still have to vote. Um, yep. <laughs> fuck, um... Because <laughs> I still haven't looked at Blue Baron yet. Right, yeah, you can't find it. Distracted. Just, just follow your heart. It doesn't matter. I posted a link in the Skype chat. Oh, thank you. Ah, oh, jeez. Um, I like part of just, me. I don't feel like this is a particularly difficult decision. Yes, it is because they're both. They both suck. 
And I'm trying not to have a grudge for World of Chaos because it sounds really dull and boring. Uh, and Blue Baron also doesn't look very interesting. Sure. I'm, I'm picking between two very bland saltines, okay? <laughs> Chelsea, I want to just put you out of your misery and vote for uh, World of Chaos. Sure, you can do that. Alright, let's do that. Uh, that means it is going up against Suzumi Haruhi no Totodai, which, as I recall, is the PS2 game? Yeah, PS2 game based on... Uh, the Melancholy of Suzumiya Haruhi, which is an anime that's kind of weird. And uh, it's basically like a bunch of mini-games that are all about Suzumiya and her friends getting together to make a video game about themselves. Oh, that one. And it's just kind of weird and meta. Yeah, that one's cool. I'm going to vote Chelsea, for that. Chelsea, you're voting for that? Crystal. I, I always found Haruhi Suzumiya to be kind of grating, so I'm going to vote for uh -huh. the World of Chaos. Okay. I have never actually watched uh, Suzumiya Haruhi. Um, that's the one that has an endless eight, though, right? I believe we so. We talked yes. about it on this show, I believe, yeah. Yes. Um, I have nothing but uh, adoration for a show that hates its audience that much. <laughs> uh, I mean, so I, 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 mean, I gotta give it to them. That's in common, don't you? <laughs> yep. You should watch House of Cards. <laughs> Listen, you've tried to convince me to watch House of Cards before. I'm not falling for this one. <laughs> you made me watch the intro of the season that he's like i guess he gets elected president is that what happened uh-huh and he pisses on his father's grave no i didn't see that part i saw the part where he gives his monologue about coin flipping and then says meet your new daddy oh yeah that's a, that's a good <laughs> anyway uh chelsea how does world of chaos compare to busy scissors the uh like mini game compilation that's themed around haircutting and owning your own barber shop. Um, um, uh, I hate Busy Scissors, but I'm gonna vote for it. Right. Okay. <laughs> Crystal. Oh yeah, Busy Scissors, easy. Okay. Yeah, Chelsea, you really latched onto World of Chaos as being a bad game. I think. I think it's your okay. fault. <laughs> because why you, is it my fault? Because. <laughs> Your whole accent. Oh, because I described it in such a lulled, ing soft English accent. Like I was accent. so dis like that, and it was so mm. distracting. Right, right, right. That I yes. just can't get I can't, like my brain refuses to take in information about this. So you're saying you're angry at me and taking it out in World of I'm Chaos? Not angry at you? I'm no, just, I know, I know. I'm, okay, all right. I'm just like, <laughs> why can't this game? Why can't I? I'm angry at this game for being so <laughs> hard to like care about sure well uh in any case it is now placed at number 127 directly above blue baron directly below busy scissors uh i, I gotta say i kind of enjoyed how world of chaos has description I felt a need to explain the basic concepts of a role-playing game like <laughs> yes i appreciated that while i was reading in a fancy pants voice it kept using eg which really helped out my whole shtick uh anyway hopefully this game will be much more memorable it's super dueling minivans for windows it's released in 1997 by lead dog software Super Dueling Minivans is the enhanced version of Dueling Minivans, which was originally created in only 33 hours by Rowan Atala and Jason Blochowiak? I have no idea. I'm probably butchering those names. Uh, and Chris Reinhardt from Raven Software. 
It was born out of an idea to create a new game in 24 hours, so they failed because it took them 33. Your mission is simple. Before getting blown up by your opponent, you try to blow up its minivan first with your available weapons. You always have the choice to crash into it! You have four different types of weapons, which you get them as power-ups in the arena. When you get one another... When you get one, another one appears immediately. Machine gun, rocket launcher, guided missile, and mines. You can also get the first aid kit power-up among them. So it's twisted metal with minivans. It's just twisted metal with minivans. So this game was published by Human Head Studios, who are probably best uh, known for uh, Prey, the 2006 shooter. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> it looks Great. like both of these designers are still at that studio. That's awesome. Uh, looking at the screenshots, it's not exactly like Twisted Metal because it's top-down. Um, you know, it looks... Uh, it, it's pretty basic, which makes sense since it was based on a game that was made in barely over a day. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, it just looks like a goofy little drive around in some mans and shoot at each other. And I'm getting a screenshot incoming, or some kind of video. Oh, yeah, yeah, the one. Was there anything in particular you want to share about that one, Chelsea? Oh, I just thought it, uh, it was a good image to share about the game. Sure, it definitely encapsulates the game, I think, in that one one image. Oh, looks like Jason Blatroyak went on to be the lead programmer for PsyOps, the MindGate conspiracy. Yeah. Notably, uh... There is a credit screen here with the three people I mentioned that worked on it. And a... It also looks like a chalk drawing of uh, the uh, backside of a dog with the butthole drawn in very intricate detail with the caption, Because if you're not the lead dog, the view's always the same. Nice. Uh, referring to lead dog software. The, uh, you know... Classy. The company they... Yeah, yeah. Good, good joke, guys. It's good, very goof. naughty, one might say. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Uh, so let's. Sorry, Luke. I don't think you got so the joke. It's very naughty. Like, is a naughty dog? Oh, oh, I see. Good one, Crystal. Boy, we are. Uh, we're really got some great. <laughs> this is such a great show. I just want to make sure you comedians. understood it because you didn't laugh at it. <laughs> Well, I, I actually didn't get the joke, and the second time I did get it, but still chose not to laugh. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I hate everything. <laughs> Chelsea, how does uh, this game compare to All-Star Baseball 2002, the first All-Star Baseball game made for the GameCube? All-Star Baseball 2002. It's like a very simulation, realistic baseball game. You know, the kind where it's like, we got all the sportsmans in this one. Nice. Uh, do you know... I feel shitty now if I ever make fun of sports, because there's so many awful nerds that are like, oh man, sports ball, am I right? And I've... Including I've... one Richard Spencer. Oh god, really? Yeah. Fuck. Man! Who? Uh, Nazi. Oh, okay. <laughs> god, why? Oh man. I just don't like sports. <laughs> Luke, just say Ten Hail Marys and pre-order Wolfenstein. Uh, Alright, I didn't like the first Wolfenstein very much, though. Like, it's perfectly good, it just isn't for me, I don't think. Anyway, Chelsea, I'll start Baseball 2002. Um, yeah, Baseball. Versus Dueling Minivans. Okay, Crystal. Um, Baseball. Alright. In that case, this moves down to... Uh, we are moving down to number 199. 
Crystal, how does it compare to Prugalstar Land den Voltrefer? Which I believe is one of the games you placed on your Rogue episode, which I have not listened to. Yeah, so you're going to have to walk uh, me through this it's one. It's a game where there's like an American Idol type contest going on and you throw rotten mm-hmm. fruit at the contestants. Well, that seems mean-spirited. Yeah, that's why I'm going to vote for some good old wholesome fun like Super Dueling Minivans. You know, at least at least everyone gets a chance in Super Dueling Minivans. If the, I mean, I, I'm going to punch this game up right now. Let the contestants on stage also have rotten fruit that they throw back at you. Oh, that'd be fun. Right, yeah. Then it's just a weird, you know, asymmetrical combat game. Chelsea, are you back yet? Because I'm about to really just start banging out a design draft for Prugal Star 2, if you're not. (laughs) Okay, you're back. Uh, Go ahead and tell me what you think about Prugal Star Landon Voltrefer versus Super Dueling Minivans. Um, oh boy. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with Super Minivans. Okay, yeah, that's, uh, that's a unanimous vote for Minivans. You know, we're just like, uh, moms in the early 2000s. Unanimous vote on Minivans. I don't know, that wasn't even a joke. I'm sorry, I'm... Oh, I am... Listen, this is like fast and loose. I have a... No, it... I... You're right, but also I spontaneously develop flop sweat immediately after finishing that joke. Like my body rejected that joke as it might a skin graft. Oh god. Chelsea, how does dueling minivans compare to bicycle casino games? It's a compilation of casino games, but you can only play them single player against a computer. Minivans. Okay. Crystal. Yeah, minivans. I'm surprised this game is this high. Yeah. Alright, so that means we're moving up another 16, we'll say, to number 152. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Harpoon 3 Pro, a harpooning simulator developed for the U.S. military that, uh, as far as I know, isn't really attainable in the civilian sphere, but people have argued otherwise to me. Well, you know I go gotta go with Harpoon 3 Pro. Okay, yeah, you can... Listen, before streaming was a thing, this game let you capture your gameplay data to a videotape so your superiors could review your performance. Hell yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Um, uh, minivans. Yeah, I... Crystal, I'm surprised you went with the game that propped up the military-industrial complex. Well, you know how I love that. Oh, I guess I forgot that you do love that stuff, yeah. Yeah, I I love that good stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I'm voting for, uh, minivans. Chelsea, how does minivans compare against Trains Railroad Simulator 2006? This is, uh, just one of those very complicated train simulators that doesn't have as much, like, DLC as the, uh, you know, normal, like, the the standard railroad simulator, but maybe that's a good thing because that has thousands of dollars of downloadable content. I think Super Dueling Minivans is more awesome. Okay, Crystal. I'm going to go with trains because they're uh, a much more efficient form of transportation <laughs> than minivans. You're not trying to really get anywhere with a minivan. I think you're just supposed to fight them. That's, yeah, just, yeah. Just, that's just a waste of perfectly good fuel. Well, I guess that's true. But, um, yeah, it still seems more fun, though. Uh, so I'm going to have to vote for minivans. <clears throat> so we are moving to... Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Guilty Gear 2 Overture, the sequel to the fighting game Guilty Gear? But it's not a fighting game, it's some weird MOBA-type deal. (laughs) 
that's an excellent question. It sure is. That's why I asked. And I have an... Uh, I was going to say I have an excellent question for you, but I don't think you'd actually like have an answer for me. You can try me. How do I make my internet better? How do I make it faster? Um... Well, I mean, your main thing is that you're on, like, a Wi-Fi setup. You really getting it hardwired somehow would really benefit you a lot. It would. Um, if that doesn't help, really, it's down to an ISP level thing. But now with that technical support question answered, you're, of course, ready to give me your vote on Guilty Gear 2 versus minivan dueling. Of course I am. Yep, it's... and you're going to give it to me now. Uh, minivan dueling. Alrighty, Crystal. Guilty Gear 2. Hmm. Yeah, I think I gotta go with Guilty Gear too. It was it was audacious. That's a bold move. What, what's? Uh, I guess it's a bold move, but it's also an ugly move. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> Listen, well, doesn't look know, like a good game. Came out two thousand six. What do you want? <laughs> Crystal, how does minivans compare to X One? What style of realism? Oh damn! It, it, it's stylized. It's cel shaded. I would argue it's more stylized than dueling minivans. Uh, anyway, Crystal, how do you compare Dueling Minivans to X-Wung? This is a game where basically, you know, it's it's a little fancied up and sci-fied up a bit, but basically you have a wrecking ball attached to your mouse cursor. They have to swing around to smash crates, and it's like a time trial thing, like how much can you smash? Oh, X-Wung. Okay. Chelsea? Um, yeah, X-Wung. X-Wung! Are we sure All it's right, not X-Wung. pronounced Zhuang? We have no idea how it's Zhuang. pronounced. I'm giving it my best. Chelsea, let's go with another vehicle combat game. How does this compare to Dead in the Water? A PS1 boat combat game that was seems to me like it was just nakedly capitalizing on Twisted Metal by just having boats instead of cars. And if I remember right, its tagline was something like, prepare to get wet or something. Live which... hard, die wet? Live hard, die wet. That's what it was. I remember it being something that was like, oh, guys, you needed to work on that one a little bit. Maybe they knew exactly what they were doing. Yeah, it's also possible. Um, dead in the water, huh? Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. I feel like you keep asking me first. Alright, Crystal, let's ask you first. No, Crystal's just much faster, so it just goes. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna vote for dead in the water. I actually kind of like the timeline, because it could be read as someone who got some genital surgery. I guess if you got surgery and died on the operating tail, you'd be pretty wet in your own juices. (laughs) Chelsea? Give me just a second to share a screenshot. Okay. okay. Wait, with bated <laughs> breath? <laughs> okay, you don't have to bait your breath. It's not that exciting. No, it's baited. It's done baited. Um, oh. Oh, hmm. Well, Chelsea, you got some stylized graphics like you asked for. <laughs> How do you vote? Uh, dead in the water. Alright. Uh, dead in the water takes it. In which case... Super Dueling Minivans is ranked, comes in at number 144, directly above Trains Railroad Simulator, and dead in, directly below Dead in the Water, Dueling Minivans. Yeah! We're at 35 minutes and we've only ranked two games? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, we were very fancy for a while well, there. Well, my episode was only an hour. How about you go fuck yourself? How about that? <laughs> I mean, this episode, three fours are not that much longer than an hour, usually. Uh, alright, here we go. Third game, Legacy of the Necromancer. This is Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3-The Dark Tower for DOS. 
After the happenings of part two, the player reaches the Necromancer's former domain, the Blacklands of Bakarok. The task at hand is finding a way to the tower and using one of the items found in the Necromancer's palace to stop whatever evil is happening there. In order to win the game, the player needs to solve puzzles by collecting items, the inventory can hold six, and entering commands into the parser. It supports most commands and abbreviations found in Zork. Like in those classic adventure games, the player can die and render the game unwinnable with certain moves. Resource management includes thirst, hunger, air when underwater, and lamp power. This game is the second part of the Legacy of the Necromancer series. Although all three parts were released simultaneously and share the same gameplay mechanics, they could be purchased and played individually. Wait. Now hold on a second, I yeah. need to know if that was a mistake, or if they just messed up. Because the game is called Part 3 The Dark Tower, but it says it's the second part of the Legacy of the Necromancer series. Yeah, I was about to say. Was that their mistake, or is it some weird, you know... Some Coheed and Cambria shit where part one is called part two and part two is called part three. Yep, there's the Adventures Museum, the Palace of the Necromancer, and then the Dark Tower. Okay, so it is the real part three. That was just a typo on behalf of Moby Games. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Get it together, Moby Games. Golly. <sighs> I'm just I'm just need a moment to alright. I'm centered again. <laughs> just can't believe Moby Games would do that to us. Oh, where are we at? 267? We're at 267. Divided by 2. That means they're starting at game number 133, which will hopefully be something new. It sure isn't. That's Endless Flight again, that piece of shit. Uh, let's see. Crystal, how do you think Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 The Dark Tower compares to Trolls? Um, a game I've described so many times that surely I don't need to again. Yeah, I guess I'll go with Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 The Dark Tower. Alright, Chelsea. Yeah, I think I gotta go with the Necromancer. I'm really sad, because on one hand, Trolls is the perfect mediocre game to be the fulcrum of this whole list. But also, God, am I tired of talking about it. Billy bit the dust. <laughs> Billy bit the dust. Hey, would you vote Chelsea? Uh, I said I think I gotta go with Necromancer. Yeah, okay. So it is climbing up the list to number 67? 67. Uh, Chelsea, how does it compare to Tafife Fantasy Forest? I saw a commercial for Tafife on American TV the other day. Oh, nice. I ate Tofifi today. They they spell it differently in America. Yeah, Tofifi. It's like, yeah, they, they spell it Tofife. I, oh. Well, like an A-Y I was going to say, I think they, like, uh, altered the spelling of it since the game came out. Oh, really? Is that just how it's spelt, period? Is that how it's spelt on the stuff I sent you? I don't remember. Okay. No, I think it's spelled Tafifi in the country it's from, but it's spelled Tafife here because that's how it's pronounced. Okay, that explains why it was pronounced, like, that way in the commercial that I corrected you last yeah. time. Yeah, I assume that, that that is the correct pronunciation, or I should stop saying Tafifi. Especially because it'll... It's too good for kids. I can't get over that tagline. <laughs> it's a really good tagline. Uh, especially because when I say Tuffy Faye, maybe Crystal will stop bringing up the joke I did. Oh, you mean where you made the very good joke about Trump's very good uh, tweet typo, Goofy Faye? It was just, it's not, oh when God. When that came it up gets... in the Rogue episode, I'm almost surprised you did not make, you did not say that again about Luke's Just drag me for, I'm surprised, yeah, I'm surprised this game came up and that that episode was only an hour and that there wasn't 45 minutes of dragging me over that joke. <laughs> 
Uh, anyway, Chelsea, how's it compared to the the Necromancer game? Um, I'm gonna have to go with Toffee Fay. All right, Crystal. Uh, Toffee Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go with. Well, I'm gonna go with Necromancer, but you guys both voted for Toffee Fay, so it does not matter. Uh, Necromancer Legacy Word Salad drops <laughs> to. Was it 67? So 33 plus means we're going to 100. Crystal, how does Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 The Dark Tower compare to D Force, a vertically scrolling shoot 'em up for the SNES where you play as a helicopter that starts off in a logical place for a helicopter to be the Gulf War and then ends up in like dinosaur times and then ends up shooting up like Greco Roman gods? I guess we'll go for the helicopter goes on like a Brody quest like adventure. All right, Chelsea. Yeah, I gotta go D Force. All right, D Force barely manages to hold on to its spot in the top 100. Uh, as uh, Legacy of the Necromancer continues to fall. Uh, so we need to go to number 116. Chelsea, how does Legacy. I keep doing that. Why do I keep doing that? wording it's because i'm stretching for time trying to remember what the hell this stupid game is called i'm really off my game today guys can we just i just talk for a minute guys i'm off my game oh why is that luke i don't know it's just not coming to me as natural as it does i think you're 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 going a little fast i think you're you're pushing yourself a little too much you guys need to take a deep drinking water i mean in general yeah i guess i haven't really today yet oh you should drink some water glass of water yeah, that's probably true. Get that's get a true. get a protein bar. Yeah, yeah. I ate a hot dog, which is like that's not pro- There's no that's like a, nutrients in that, Luke. The, the, I mean, that's a protein like cylinder. It's all <laughs> mechanically processed dog's asshole. I, it's like it's like a protein. You know, I, it, does it matter? Like, okay, if I take a hot dog and then hammer it into the shape of like a rectangular prism. Then will it be a protein bar, and I can? It'll be healthy for me. You're gonna mess up the amino acids. I think there's, I think there's too much grease in a hot dog for it to really ever be healthy for you. Hmm. Um, I'm, I'm looking up the name of like, cause it's not a cylinder per se. I'm trying to remember what the, uh, the from the proper title of it is. I guess it doesn't have one. I thought it had a fancy geometrical name, but uh, it's just called a cylinder with hemispherical caps. You mean? <laughs> Okay. I thought it had a fancy a geometrical name. Yeah, it's kind of a capsule shape. Yeah, I, I guess if you think about it, a hot dog is just a protein capsule. Well, I'm, I'm interested in the nutrition of a hot dog. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. According to Google, uh, one serving of a hot dog, which is about 52 grams, mm-hmm. contains 13 grams of fat, uh, which, okay. in, which is 4 grams of saturated fat, 2.3 okay. grams of polyunsaturated, and 6 grams of monounsaturated. Uh, Where did you not... get the hot dog? Uh, this is just a generic hot dog from Google.com. Yeah, I, I put it in the 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 microwave from my refrigerator. I think it was a ballpark Frank. Ah. Okay, let me look up a ballpark Frank. Okay, I guess we're just. I doing wasn't this sure now. if it was one of those uh, fast food hot dogs. No, 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 no. Burger King um, has hot dogs. This is a regular is size, true. Luke. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Look, about fifteen grams of uh, fat. Seven okay. grams saturated, uh, the rest unsaturated. One gram right. of trans fat. Now, you know that's mm. not very good for you. I, okay. 35 milligrams of cholesterol. Oh, 550 milligrams of sodium. That's a bit high. 
That's a little. That's a that's a decent amount of sodium. Uh, I mean, three hundred ten yeah. milligrams of potassium. That's all right. Sure. Yeah. It's uh, four it's grams of uh, carbohydrates, two grams of which is sugar, and only seven grams of protein. Okay, you know what? That's less protein than you might have thought. I'll I'll concede that. More fat than protein in there. Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Now, to be mm-hmm. clear, uh, fat is not as bad as sugar. Sugar is terrible. Sure. Sure. Well, sure. Th- this is mostly saturated fat, which is the bad kind. Yeah. I thought there was some study that came out and said, actually, that's not, like, a thing so much. I don't know. Why don't we get back to the placing games? Okay. I think I can do it now, you guys. Okay. Whatever helps. Chelsea, Chelsea, how does... You have to take care of yourself. How does Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 compare to Aliens 1992? The uh, Atari ST, like, crappy... I think it was a... Like an Asteroids... Not Asteroids, um, Space Invaders knockoff that just so happened to be named Aliens and had nothing to do with the movie or anything. Sometimes self-care is talking about the nutrition of hot dogs. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, but what about Aliens versus Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 wanted, in the Dark Tower? I wanted to get that in, but then you started talking. Sorry. Right, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's fine. It was an important... You know, it's an important thing for people to hear. Sometimes self-care does mean talking about the nutritional value of hot dogs. I also, unfortunately, <sighs> didn't hear anything you said because I was thinking about saying... Well, then you don't get to know anything about this game. Aliens or Dark Tower? Go. Okay. Um, Dark Tower. Alrighty. Crystal. Uh, the the Dark Tower. Okay. Yeah, Stephen King's best video game. (laughs) (laughs) God. Alright, so that means that we're going to number 108. Crystal, how does it compare to Sudden Strike 2? Which I believe used to be known on this list as Sudden Strike Resource Wars until we found out that was just an expansion for Sudden Strike 2. This is like a... It's a RTS-ish. It might be not real-time. It's a strategy game based on World War II. I remember nothing about it because the only interesting thing was the Resource Wars component. Oh, yeah, I am going to vote for uh, for uh, the Necromancer game. Okay. Chelsea. I'm going to go with Sudden Strike. I kind of like Sudden Strike 2. Or, no, wait, no, I kind of like Text Adventures. Jesus. I'm just gonna... Alright. I'm just gonna lay down. I can't lay down. I can't reach the microphone if I do that. <sighs> Luke, have you been I'm getting plenty for... of sleep? Yeah, I've been getting enough sleep. <laughs> I'm voting for Legacy of the Necromancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have you been doing stretches every morning? I... No. You need, to, you need to avoid muscle cramps, Luke. I guess that's fair. Okay. Crystal, how does Legacy of the Necromancer compare to Stellar 7, Draxon's Revenge, a shoot-em-up game for, I think, the Turbo Graphics? No, this is a different game from what I was thinking of. This is for the... What is this for? It might be for the 32X? No, it's for the 3DO. There we go. It was some weird game. Um, It's a sequel-slash-remake to Stellar 7, the classic first-person tank simulator. This time, Draxon takes his revenge, I guess. Nah, I don't know. Crystal? Uh, this appears to have polygonal graphics back in 1990. Yeah, it's a real... It's it's not quite, like, Star Fox, but it's it's not unlike that either. Yeah, I guess I'll vote for Stellar 7, Draxon's Revenge. Alright, Chelsea? I think I'm gonna go with, uh, like, what's it called? The Necromancer game? 
Yeah, Legacy of the Necromancer. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm also going to go Legacy of the Necromancer. Um, which means that we're on to number 101. Chelsea, how does it compare to The Damn Busters, a flight simulator game from the late 80s where you fly in pitch black darkness? Pitch, pitch black darkness. <laughs> you fly in bitch black darkness as you have to use the lights on the ground to navigate and discover the dam you gotta bust with your bombs from your airplane. Mm. Do we know the the goal of Legacy of the, of the Necromancer? Like, what what your... I think it's to stop the Necromancer and or their legacy. Ah. Um. Goodness. I think, um, yeah, I'll go with Legacy of the Necromancer. Okay. Crystal. Don't cars and planes basically run on necromancy i mean for a sufficiently broad definition of necromancy i guess sure i mean isn't food just necromancy again if you really want to use the broadest possible definition of necromancy to the point where it really doesn't mean anything yes well what's the what's the tight definition of necromancy i would say using black magic to raise the dead for your own nefarious whims Okay, so it involves the raising of the dead. I would say so. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm going to vote for Necromancer. Okay. Is Necromancy raising the dead or speaking to the de- or communicating with the dead? No, that's more like clairvoyance. Or, yeah, necropathy, you could call it. Yeah, I'd call it like clairvoyance. Or, or, is it, or is clairvoyance more future sight? Yeah, that's, that's knowing things without a reason to know them. Okay, okay. So, you know, it's... Uh, like being a medium. Anyway. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. The dictionary definition I'm getting is the supposed practice of communicating with the dead, especially really? especially in order to predict the future. Hmm. Really? Of necromancy? That's interesting. I mean, that's what the dictionary says. The dictionary might not be the foremost uh, authority mm. on black magic in witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> No, Merriam-Webster is like a, you know, bard, probably. <laughs> I always... It has nothing to do with witchcraft. So, I know that it's Merriam-Webster, and that it was like, a, it was Noah Webster, and then a guy named Miriam at some point. But in my head, I always assumed that it was a woman named Merriam-Webster. Yeah, me too. And she wrote the dictionary. Me too, honestly, like... Yeah. That's, that's, that's a little look into my psyche. <laughs> anyway, uh, that wins, so that means that, oh, Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3 is ranked at number 101, just barely fell short of that top 100, directly below D-Force, directly above the Damn Busters. Now, hold on, I'm reading about Merriam-Webster's origins now. Uh-huh. Apparently Noah Webster did all the actual dictionary work, uh-huh. and then the Merriam brothers were just the publishers? Then oh. they bought the rights to Webster's work after he died, and then put oh. their name first. I just see. Okay, so I assume. So the the fact that I knew was wrong was that it was a woman named Miriam Webster who collected all the words like one might collect a Pokemon. Um, and then my false understanding of it was that Noah Webster started the dictionary as some kind of dictionary company, and when he died, he passed it on to his protege Miriam, and I guess that's also a lie. No, the, the Merriam brothers did a uh, reverse McDonald's on them. Fuck. All right. Well, shit. All right. Our next game. 
is Hajwala Drift. Uh, this is a game produced by Rababa Games, or maybe Rababa Games. I don't know how to pronounce Arabic. Uh, as we described before, this appears to be a game from the Middle East. I don't know what country exactly. The description on Moby Games is written all in Arabic with English written below. So this is probably going to be a little broken. Hajwala Game, it is the best game in the Middle East up till now. You can customize your car the way you want and design your driver character as you like. And also, you can design your racing track as you desire. The limit is your imagination, so be creative and let your imagination go wild. Play online with your friends, up to 8 players. It's more fun to play together. You can choose from 90 different cars, 12 million players around the world up till this moment, 42 million recorded videos by players. Wow, what a number! <laughs> 12 different levels, and you can choose the time of day and the weather. We created voice chat and text chat in the game. This way you can be closer to your friends while playing, no matter how far they are. We made it possible for players to be able to make their own... blank as they desire. This will make you unique. In the end, we remind you that we are all ready to listen to your requests and we are ready to add it to the game. A Joala game is seriously the most fun game for you and all your friends. Thanks to all of you for making us at the top. God bless. That seems positive and nice. Apparently, Hajwala refers to a, a specific style of street racing in the Middle East. Oh, okay. Sure, sure. I'm definitely seeing a picture of... Okay, so the actual gameplay of this... I'm seeing at least one map that just looks like a car track out in a void. But some of the others look like they're sort of driving through a deserty setting. Um, there's some cars going off a ramp, so that's neat. Uh, the developer Rababa Games appears to be uh, based in Jordan. Okay, okay. This car is a picture of a shark on it, so that's cool. Now, in the history of Let's Plays, a focus on drifting has generally been a very big boon for games, so I guess we'll see if that holds up for Hajwala Drift. I can just download this game see how it plays. Alright, yeah, you work on that while we start ranking it. Okay. Um, so we're at, what, 268 right now, I believe? Yes. Chelsea... How does Hajwala Drift compare to Monkey Magic, one of the very first games made by Nintendo, and essentially just a knockoff of um, Breakout, except instead of just breaking some blocks, the blocks are shaped like a monkey. Goodness, I uh, I do remember Monkey Magic, and I remember liking it a lot. Yeah. But I think, uh, how, do you, how do you pronounce it? Hajwala? Hajwala? I think so. None... I certainly We're gonna don't go, know. I'm going to go with that. Uh, Hajwala Drift looks a little more uh, depthful. More, uh, okay. I'm going to vote for that. Deep, usually. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Do you want the chocolate-covered uh, expensive beans or not? De desperately, yes. <laughs> Anyway, so you voted for Hajwala Drift. I started the sentence in such a way I couldn't, like, deep would also sound bad. <laughs> so I tried to swerve and right. save it. You tried, to, you tried to do a drift, much like Hajwala Drift, and you ended up in Depthful. So I, I don't think it's called Hajwala Drift. I think it's called Hajwala, really? and then Drift is just there as a translation for the Arabic. Oh, really? That, that is what I'm getting here. 
Okay. Then I guess I'll just change it to the name Hajwala on here. You, you could just put it in the Arabic. Yeah, I don't have that handy to copy and paste, though. And also, that would cause so many problems when we came up on it and forgot what it was. Like, we have a lot of Japanese games on here. We put them in Romanji. Okay. So, shall allow this game to access photos, media, and files on my device. Okay. Mm -hmm, Take mm -hmm. pictures Let's... and record video. Okay. Record audio. Okay. Sure. W while you're working on that, how are you voting against this versus Monkey Magic? I'm going to vote for Hajwala. Okay. In that case, Hajwala moves up to number 67. Oh, this game is a cool intro. Yeah? Yeah, there's like What's a the there's like? wheel spinning and there's smoke going all around. It's very good graphic. Okay, okay. Uh, how do you think it compares so far to Five Nights at Freddy's? The cult hit... Oh, you're playing that audio right into your microphone. Sorry, I'm, I'm getting an ad for... Uh, I'm, I think a Jordanian esports uh, co uh, convention. Okay. Um, Does it say, can you tell what they're playing in Jordan? Uh, Street Fighter Five, uh, okay. Counter Strike Go. Okay. Looks like that's sure, sure, sure. See, I'm right. just gonna I was, go with I was the curious basic maybe they had car a... here. Let me just do a quick lap. <laughs> okay. Well, can you talk while you're doing it? Because this is a podcast, is the thing. Okay. Um, it needs more information from me. Sure. How how does it compare to Five Nights at Freddy's? It's a game where you get real spooked oh by God, animatronic so... Chuck E. Cheese. Well, I mean, like, I need. Fucking, it makes wants me to make a Google Plus profile. Just let me play the game. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, single player. Select weather. Let's go with rainy. Rainy games are good. Sure, why not? Um, I'm going to vote for Drift. Uh, yeah, over Five Nights at Freddy's, okay. <laughs> Crystal, well, how are you like, I, I don't want to... Five Nights at... God, there's another fucking ad for Angry Birds. <laughs> um, I think I... Can... Okay, just let the ad play while, while we it's talk. Not like it's kind of ad-heavy. It sounds kind of ad-heavy, yeah. There goes that audio into the mic again. Oh, this is great. This is the best episode of this show we've ever done. I can't skip this 30-second ad. Okay, so use that 30 seconds to give me your vote. Well, I, I don't want to dismiss Five Nights at Freddy's. This game might be better, but Five Nights at Freddy's is also pretty good. I just have to know, okay? <laughs> we never do this. Just give me a vote. No, I have to know. You can vote if God. you want. God damn you, Crystal. Um, how do I accelerate? Oh, here. Alright, I'll... I'll vote for Five Nights at Freddy's. This sounds like it's got a lot of ads. Which means it's oh, tied wow, to Crystal. Oh, the controls here are really vote. loose. You, you're, like, instantly drift the second you try to do anything. Well, it ain't called Hajwala for nothing. Yeah, and, you know, there's incoming traffic here, which is apparently part of the Hajwala style. Is you drift oh, that sounds uh, horrible. into uh, busy highways. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Well, you know, it's very thrilling. <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. <laughs> oh, the controls in this game are not very good, so I'll vote for Five Nights at Freddy's. Oh, thank God. Thank you. you I'm surprised it has a 4.7 on the Google Play Store. Uh, Uninstall. Let's look at number 99. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to... Oh, no, we talked about that one this week. Let's go with, uh, hey, let's go with number 101. Crystal has compared to Legacy of the Necromancer Part 3, The Dark Tower. Uh, Legacy of the Necromancer is the better video game. Okay, Chelsea? Yeah, Legacy of the Necromancer is a chock full of ads. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's go with Legacy of the Necromancer. Uh, so we are moving down again to... Uh, Chelsea, how's it compared to Universal Boxing Manager, the browser-based game that's like trying to be football manager but for boxing and it uses a bunch of awful poser graphics uh I th mm, that's a, a tough one uh-huh because we just kind of talked about kind of the uh 
the cons of, of Drift. Right. But, man. Yeah. Boxing Manager. It's not a good one. Not a great looking game. Still don't know what's going on in this screenshot of a, like, ring girl holding I'm up a round a video of some uh, real Hajwala where people are shooting guns into the air as they drift on the highway. Oh, God, what? Oh, boy. Oh, boy, don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah, he just did a sick drift around this truck that's yep, on the uh -huh. actual highway trying to go through the yes, highway. Yes, he did. Yeah, he's doing a lot of, like, deliberate fishtailing. Uh-huh. This I'll is, move up a drift. This just seems disruptive and mean. Oh, you know. <laughs> They're spectators. People are the truck driver's just trying to get to work or deliver goods. There's a school bus! He's doing it with a school bus full of children! Yeah, so? <laughs> I, I, and then he finished his drift and put his hazard lights on! <laughs> Uh, look, reading the Wikipedia article, uh, another term for this is apparently tough heat. Uh, tough heat practice okay. and events occur with little or no concern for vehicle occupants, other drivers, or spectator safety. Yeah, that's apparent. Many videos and compilation of the minor and horrific accidents that result are posted online. Yeah. There's some uh, good maneuvers here. There's Tantile which is repeatedly creating a power slide and steering it back with opposite lock at high speed up to 160 miles per hour. Yeah. There's Tagid uh, yep. spinning the car a full 360 degrees while driving yep, either straight or sideways more than once. Sefti spinning the car a full 360 degrees starting from any side and then spinning the opposite side of the first 360 with a short power slide between. Uh, just, Tot Weef. They're basically playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater with cars in real life. There's Tot Weef passing another vehicle, truck, or more, going sideways at very high speeds up to 100 miles per hour on the public highway, no matter how busy the traffic is. And Axayat turning the car 180 degrees from side to another, completing a full 360 by starting from the right to left or the opposite, kind of like street sweeping. This is really throwing a... The con throwing a contrast against like the wholesomeness that was the description of the game. Lack of right, yeah, yeah, yeah. youth in the country and lack of interest in the arts by mainstream society have been cited as the motivation for youths to participate in drifting exhibitions. Yeah, I mean, sure. It just listen. I don't know a whole lot. This seems like it takes a whole lot of talent. There must be a better way to apply that talent than endangering random people's lives. Well, I mean, look, we have movies like Baby Driver, which are basically this. Yeah, we have movies like Baby Driver. When people go out actually street racing and shit, we call that out as bad. I'm just saying, we shouldn't knock the game good. for this. It seemed bad. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'm not saying, I'm not knocking the game for this. I'm knocking the activity. Okay. I, yeah, I'm not judging the game because doing it in real life is bad. Most games would be bad if you do it in real life. That is the entire crux of Mega 64. Okay, he is doing like four 360s in a row. That was pretty cool. But it was mostly an abandoned road. Anyway, what are we even... I've I've gotten so... It was Universal Boxing Manager, that's right. How does it compare to Majwala? Uh, Universal ha Boxing Majwala, Manager is better. Okay, uh, Chelsea. Adrift. Okay, gosh. I, they both seem like they're pretty bad games, but uh, at least Boxing Manager doesn't give you ads, I guess. So I'll go with that. It's it's real neck-and-neck neck stuff, though. I mean, you can look at the ads, or you can look at the terrible uh, graphics of 
Universal Boxing Manager. Sure, I mean, you're not wrong, but, uh, yeah. At least I get the sense that somebody thought Boxing Manager was, like, a fun idea, not just a way to sell ads. So that means that Hajwala continues to move down to number 125. Chelsea, how does it compare to Die Hard Trilogy for the PlayStation 1? This is uh, a series of... I'm trying to remember what... If I remember right, it is a series... is three mini-games based on the original Die Hard. Yeah, like, every movie of the game is, like, a different game. Well, I think that's what we thought at first, but then I think we found out that it's actually just three games. No, no, oh. it, no, the first three installments of the Die Hard series of action movies. You're right, never mind. Yeah, it's it's one movie based on... One game based, based on each movie. Yeah, it's Die, Hard, it's Die Hard Trilogy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the name of it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with Die Hard. <laughs> okay, Crystal. Uh, Die Hard. Okay, yeah, I'm also voting Die Hard. So Hajwala continues to drop to number one twenty-eight. Oh, Crystal, how's it compared to World of Chaos, a game we <laughs> talked about earlier? It's hitting all the hits. Um, the the World of Chaos. Okay, Chelsea. Um. Your most hated game of all time versus Hajwala. No, it's, listen. I just think it's kind of. <laughs> I think it's kind. Of, I just think it's kind of boring. Middle of the road is mm, all. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You got very mad about it. I got mad about it because <laughs> I don't remember why I got mad about it. But I got mad about it for a very valid reason. I'm not even accusing you of not being valid in your anger. Anyway, how do you vote? Uh, drifting. Okay. How did you you vote World of Chaos, right, Crystal? Uh-huh. I'm gonna vote World of Chaos. It seems generic, but it might be okay. I don't know. Um you have to be a half orc. That's something. Uh that means we're moving down. Uh Chelsea, how's it compared to Back to the Future the game, the Telltale Adventure game based on Back to the Future? Back to the Future. Okay. Crystal. Back to the Future. Okay. Uh yeah, I'll go with Back to the Future also. That means there's just one last game to compare it to. Crystal, how does Hajwala compare to Swords and Soldiers 2, a 2D side-scrolling RTS for the Wii U? Uh, which game is it again? Uh, Swords and Soldiers 2, a 2D side-scrolling RTS for the Wii U. Oh, yeah, sorry, I was just watching a video of Hajwala where someone is doing a wheelie with just the right wheels of their car on a highway. Sure. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, going to vote yeah. for the, the DS game. Okay. Nope, it's on the Wii U. The Wii U game. <laughs> Chelsea. Oh, wait, I think I remember. Oh, and, and she got out of her car as she's doing it, and now she's getting back in. That's pretty cool. I think I remember this game actually looking really, really cool. Yeah, it like looked kind of interesting, actually. Yeah, I'm going to go with Sword and Soldiers. Okay. Yeah, so that is two for Swords and Soldiers, and with that, Hajwala is placed... At number 132, directly above Monkey Magic, directly below Swords and Soldiers 2. And actually, that is three games that have gone above the medium now. We might have had a little bit of a shift on where the middle of the list is. So that's cool. This is, this is a dope video. Our last game for this evening, so we can get out of this awful episode, is Fire Emblem Heroes for iOS and Android. This is a Fire Emblem game for your telephone, where you... It's a it's a gotcha game, cause they no it's a it's a game for your cell phone. For I your, don't think it can be played on a telephone for your cellular telephone. 
you, it's called a gotcha game because they got you with their microtransactions. I don't actually have any t gas in the tank for that rant, but it's you know you you use some orbs and then you get some heroes and maybe they're the heroes you wanted and then you take them off on a fight to battle against other players and maybe the computer. I don't know. I didn't play it. <laughs> Crystal, did I get anything wrong there? Uh, well, I mean, it's not called Gotcha because it's Gotcha. Gotcha is derived from the Gotcha pawn machines, which are an right. on the onomatopoeia. Right, that are, that are like, got you, you pawn! No, got gotcha you, is pawn! No, Gotcha is a Japanese onomatopoeia for the crank on the toy vending machine. And pawn is oh, so onomatopoeia for the sound of the uh, capsule dropping onto the receptacle. Oh, I see. So they're kind of saying, like, you walk up to the machine and you turn the crank, it's like, gotcha, pawn! Mm -hmm. I see. Okay. Okay, you. It made a lot more sense when you did it. <laughs> when Crystal was explaining it, I didn't quite get it, but then you did it, and uh -huh. I understood. Well, I'm, I'm glad I could be of service, and I'm pretty sure you're not being sarcastic, but I can't be positive. I listen. Foreign onomatopoeias can be kind of tricky sometimes. They, they can be because you know people with different languages and like different. You know, phoneme sets in their sort of core set of, uh, you know, what they used to speak with will come to different conclusions about how to, like, transform sounds into words. I'm just watching more Hunch Wallet videos and I think I'm into this. Yeah, I know full well that's what you're doing. <laughs> Even though this is super fucking dangerous and people oh, right, yeah, get killed by this. It's awful, but they're really cool car drivers. If they were doing it on, like... You know, closed tracks or like even abandoned roads, I'd be super into it. Yeah, they should do they should build a film industry around this. It's the part where they do a drift in front of a school bus that makes me horrified. Ugh. Alright, let's see. Where can we go from here? I think the closest game off of the middle that we can go with is actually Hushwalla. We're still talking about it. Crystal, how does Hushwalla compare to. <laughs> Fire Emblem Heroes. Uh, really, you got that close to the middle? Yeah. Huh. F Fire Emblem Heroes is better. Okay. Chelsea. Um, yeah, I, I like Fire Emblem Heroes. I played it for a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. It was cute. Alright, so that means it moves up to 66, uh, which is New York City, so we're going to move off of that. Chelsea, how does Hajwala, uh, not Hajwala, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to SM Word? The art game, in quotes, uh, where you have to type out the phrase, all work and no play makes Jack a dull boy, over and over again. But as you do, your word processor continues to crash, and you have to literally physically scream at it to make it keep going. Um, SM Word is a wonderful piece of art, but uh -huh. uh, I, I think Fire Emblem Heroes is the better game. Okay, Crystal. Yeah, Fire Emblem Heroes. Okay, I will always vote for SM Word. <laughs> Basically against almost anything, but fair enough. Uh, that means it is moving up to number 32. Uh, Crystal, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to Metal Gear Solid V, The Phantom Pain, the climactic, arguably anti-climactic ending to the Metal Gear Solid saga? Yeah, I mean, MGS4 was the ending. Well, sure, but I mean, well, that was the ending of the, like, plot. This is the ending of the narrative. <laughs> that's even that's not true they're making metal I mean, gear it, survive which is canon i guess that's true but that seems like a spin-off it doesn't seem like it's going to build on the main story so much i guess we'll find out uh anyway i'm going for fire emblem heroes okay 
Chelsea. What's that up against again? Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. Um. I'm already a demon, Chelsea. <laughs> um. We're gonna rub our noses in the bloody battlefield dirt until we're all bloody and revenged. Man, this uh, this went up high-ish. You're all diamonds. This jumped. This jumped up. Um, I my instinct going in is to uh-huh. vote for Fire Emblem Heroes, but yeah. also the thing about uh-huh. um that is uh is is your stretching all your words out to stall for time. <laughs> Here at Taco Bell, we believe in living moss. Can we talk about hot dogs again? <laughs> you are all shining no, we examples can't. of the live moss philosophy. Crystal, what are you doing? What is this now? You, you, you haven't seen that meme? I guess not. <laughs> Where Big Boss is a, a Taco Bell CEO? No, I haven't. That sounds right up my alley, though. Send that all over to me. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, what, what's your vote? Fire Emblem. What's your vote, Chelsea? Fire yeah. Emblem. Crystal. If, oh, uh, yeah, you already voted. Emblem. You voted Fire Emblem. Okay, Fire Emblem is shooting right up to number 16. Chelsea, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to Wii Sports, the revolutionary motion-controlled sports game that changed the way the world looked at video games, one might argue? I feel like I feel like Wii Sports is a very, like, game-changing game, but, also, but sure. it's not really, like, that good. Like, it's just... It, it's kind of okay. like once you get past the novelty, it's 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 right. fine. There's not a lot of like depthitude to it. I'm gonna punch you. Fucking <laughs> 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 fire emblem. Okay, Crystal. Yeah, I'm gonna vote for fire emblem because it has a lot more uh, zaxitude. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Crystal, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty, one of my favorite games of all time, and I would argue one of the very first games that ever proved the power of interactive storytelling as a medium? Fire Emblem Heroes. Alrighty, Chelsea. Uh, the Metal Gear. Now, do you actually think Metal Gear is better, or are you doing it for my sake? Uh, I'm... Listen, I'm... Busy. <laughs> oh, well, sorry! <laughs> what are you busy with? doing? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> what are you busy looking, with? I was looking up... I was trying to something. I can't remember what it was. I was looking up something <laughs> for a game. And I got an ad for... Uh, com, and I'm gonna add Disney Pregnant Fashion uh, to the list. Great, good, fantastic. You know, just because you're great with child doesn't mean you shouldn't be able to tear up the red carpet or the grand ballroom. Oh, I just got the three uh, free orbs in Fire Emblem. Hey, cool. <laughs> Alright, listen, I just... Alright, if you're voting Metal Gear Solid 2, I'm definitely voting Metal Gear Solid 2, so it's, it's moving down. Um... I guess I won't look this gift horse in the mouth. I don't want to disturb you. No, I, no, it's fine. I was <laughs> distracted. I'm fine. Uh, okay. Uh, Chelsea, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to Bionic Commando 2009, the action-adventure reboot of the classic Bionic Commando, 
update it with a new gritty story where your arm contains the soul of your dead wife. Um, Bionic Commando. Okay, Crystal. I'm gonna vote for Fire Emblem. Looks like they just added characters from uh, Genealogy of the Holy War. Yeah, uh, I'll vote for Fire Emblem, sure. Alright, so that means it moves back up uh, to number 10. Crystal, how does Fire Emblem Heroes compare to Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? A game whose incredibly wide appeal still completely eludes me. I mean, yeah, not many games can say, you know, 16 years after the release to still hold such a wide fan base. Uh, I actually, well, okay, I mean, how are you voting? Uh, Fire Emblem. You want to have this? Okay. Chelsea? Um, Fire Emblem. I don't think it should be quite this high, but I'm not putting it above I think it's a very good game. Bring it up in another 40-some episodes on Peer Review 2, Chelsea. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I might... May, I don't think I will, but maybe. With that, Fire Emblem Heroes is officially in our top ten. And that means it has just one last game to be compared to. Chelsea, how does it fare against Rocksmith, all-new 2014 edition remastered? The rhythm game that teaches you how to actually play guitar, both through interactive lessons and a suite of... Almost typing tutor esque uh, mini games. Uh, yeah, Rocksmith. Okay, Crystal. Uh, Fire Emblem. Okay, uh, I gotta give it to Rocksmith. It's it's hard to beat something that both seems kind of fun and also teaches you a real life skill. Uh, with that, Fire Emblem Heroes is ranked at number ten. Which, yeah, I don't think anyone other than Crystal really anticipated it getting quite this high. It is directly above Sonic Adventure Two Battle, which is out of the top ten now. Finally. For now. And, um, uh, not, it, it is out of the top ten, at least until Peer Review 2. I've got, I've got several dozen episodes before I have to see that contemptuous hedgehog again. What if we uh, rank Sonic and, Adventure 2? Oh, uh, separate from Battle, you mean? Yes. <laughs> the original Dreamcast release. Mm-hmm. I'll add it to the list! Oh. Alright. Uh, and it's directly below Rocksmith, all-new 2014 edition remastered. And with that, this winding <laughs> country road of a Let's Place episode is finished. We made it, everybody. <sighs> this one this one took some twists and also some turns. Some and some drifting. Yeah. Remember when the main joke of this episode was I was talking like a fancy man? Uh-huh. Yeah, one places. That was, that was a long time ago. <laughs> Uh, as is customary, let's take a look at the bottom and top ten on this list. Uh, I do not believe there are any shakeups in the bottom ten this week, but, uh, starting at number 270, Swedish Erotica, Custer's Revenge. Number 269, Vitamin X, We Are Super Superment Boys. Number 268, Medal of Honor, Warfighter. Number 267, Time Dominator, also known as Socket. Number 266, Swedish Erotica, Bachelor Party. Number 265, who did I date last night? Number 264, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 263, Kaze no Oka Koenite. Number 262, Las Vegas Tycoon. And number 261, ZHP Unlosing Ranger vs. Dark Death Evil Man. Meanwhile, in the top 10, we've got at number 10, Fire Emblem Heroes. At number 9, Rocksmith All-New 2014 Edition Remastered. At number 8, Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty. At number 7, Rocket League. Number 6, Earthbound. 
Number five, Power Pro Coon Pocket 3. Number four, Resident Evil. Oh, wait, sorry. And number four, Resident Evil 4. And number three, Elite Beat Agents. Number two, Mother 3. And number one, still the greatest game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. <sighs> Crystal, where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at Arcane Crystal. You can also find me at AudioEntropy.com on the Book of Medora podcast where we discuss Zelda lore. Great. Chelsea, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecimus. All right. You find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. And also, why don't you go on and head on over to AudioEntropy.com where we have a whole bunch of cool podcasts, some of which I help make and or I am on. I just, it's not, that hot dog really must have messed up my brain, I tell you what. Anyway, listen to Teenagers with Attitude. Go listen to, let me tell you about Homestuck. Listen to all them podcasts. I don't know. They're all good. Listen to the ones I'm not on also. Also, click on the donut button. Give us some donuts. Let's get out of here. Chelsea, what's a good sign-off? As my sign-off, I will say, are dress-up games games? I would say so. I mean, like, they're just, they're doll, they're basically just doll simulators. That's a, that's a game. No one, no one said they're good games. But all you're doing is, like, putting clo- different clothes on different, right. on an image of a of a person. Yeah. You're just, it's like an image changer. Is that a game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, this is exactly why I didn't want uh, Make Your Own Murder Party taken off, because now it's opened up all these ugly arguments. Well, this is a completely different discussion. No, no, well, let, all right, I guess let's set aside the sign-offs for a moment here, Crystal, because let me argue that Make Your Own Murder Party is exactly like a doll simulator dress-up game, except you're dressing up a narrative with nouns instead of dressing up a woman with clothes. But you don't make the narrative and make your own murder party. You just... Right, you don't make the princess in the princess dress-up games. You just have, a like, a doll-looking figure that you click and drag clothes onto. Make your own murder party actually has more freedom because you can type whatever you want into those text fields. No, what I'm saying is uh, that you're just making the tools by which you play the game. Like, I asked this before we get into, like, st- like before we've ranked any, like, dress-up right. games... Like I want to, I want to establish this now. I think that's fair, and what I I'm saying is, I think they are yes for the same reason that we should bring Make Your Own Murder Party back. I'm saying yes, but I don't think we should bring Make Your Own Murder Party back. Eat some apples. But I'm saying, yeah. <laughs> I was going to save this for after we ended. I'm sorry. No, no, this all should have been on the show. You were right to do this. <laughs> Free the world. Not by taking men's lives, but by taking their tongues. Hashtag justice for making your own murder party. That's gonna be our show. Thanks for listening to Let's Place. I thought I told you 